Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. Can I leave or? I, well, you always just say, let's start. Let's get started. Let's, so, so let's just get started. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies, experts on nothing. With opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. Oh, I thought you were going to be way more like annoyed by that. <laughs> you no, like, I just kept hoping it. like maybe if he just stays quiet, I can just silently exit stage right. <laughs> I'll just do it by myself. Yeah. Or maybe you're frozen and I can just get away with it. That would be, that would be good. You've you've pulled that trick. You've pulled that stunt before. Me? Yeah. On it. Well, I mean, not in reality. I like wrote it for you to pretend. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's right. I was like, oh my God, I've actually been frozen before and I just left. You know what I have been, um, it's funny. I, I wanted to ask you this. This is sort of an Annie's approval, but not really. It's it, it it's just a quick one. I've been buying some. This is weird. Buying some sun hats recently. Like I've bought two in the last like week, and <laughs> it's them. mostly Let it's mostly. Well, okay. All right. Hang on. Um, my favorite part about this already is the fact that you said I've been buying sun hats. Like yeah. it was a question. Yeah. First well, of all, those aren't sun hats. Those are bucket hats. It appears they're not. No, nope. I'll show you. Oh, no, they no, are they're sun, sun hats. hats. I have to. I have to take my headphones off. Hang on. Okay. So, here's the first one. It is. Um, it matches shoes that I have, but it is a uh, digital. What they call it, digital camo? I think. Okay. Where Wait, it's like you have shoes that match that pattern. I have shoes that match the pattern. Yeah. Are they swimming shoes? No, they're not. And a lot of people do not like them. Let me just put it that way. Did you buy them on Amazon? Uh-huh. Yep. They're the shoes I always buy on Amazon. And I have black ones. And I thought, hey, let's get a little crazy. Hey, um, let's get digital like camo. Well, I mean, it looks like it does. These, these do. Okay. Here's. Okay. So this is one. So it's okay. a digital camo one. That's, you know, whatever. Hang on. Whoa. Okay. I have something very And I just got this okay. one. I just got this black one, which is better, I believe. But this looks like this kind of looks like I'm an old timey priest. Oh, okay. The reason why I bought these, I will say, the 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 main reason I bought these is because if you say it was to wear on your Juliet balcony, I am going. No, although that is a great idea to wear on my Juliet balcony, but it's not. It wasn't necessarily that. <laughs> it was because of these shoots that I'm going. Like I when I when I. I'm producing in the field. I need like, I'm mostly outside. So I wanted them for, um, I wanted them for that to like have some, some coverage on my face. However, the problem is, first of all, I need your approval on these. If you like them or not one, number two, the reason I, you know how you think you look at something and you see it and then you think that it's going to look a certain way when you put it on. Mm -hmm. I was envisioning Sam Neill, or maybe Chris Pratt, but I don't think he does. It, oh, he does Jurassic that. Park. Sam Neill in Jurassic Park. The main guy in the original Jurassic Park has a 
Indiana Jones style brimmed hat. Now that is what I thought those would look like on me. And let me tell you how disappointed I am <laughs> that they do not look that way at all. So those, they remind me, honestly, my gut reaction, I'm not going to say because it would be inappropriate and not good. Honestly, the only acceptable place to wear either of those hats would be the farmer's market. Yes. Or in a garden, in a very large garden somewhere. Yeah. Or as a beekeeper. <laughs> I'm a little alarmed that you were looking for an Indiana Jones style hat and that's what you came up with. I, I, this is, this is the issue. I really wasn't Indiana Jones. It was mostly like, oh, I thought it'd be like a cooler brimmed hat. It'd be like, it'd be nice to wear. Like a lot of people have like the straw hat. I have a straw hat too. That it's like a sun hat, but that seems way too aggressive to wear on set. Not that these are any better. What's wrong with like a baseball cap? It's fine, but it just doesn't get my neck and my neck just gets like ripped. So that's what, the reason why. How I got about it. like SPF? I use it. Just doesn't. I mean, I the thing is, I'm fine with that. I just neck. I would honestly, you got to do what you got to do to prevent skin cancer. So, like, I'm I support it. But I just wish that I could find something that's a little bit better. Anyway, I will. Move on. I'm glad to know that you're on the lookout. I will be on the lookout. Thank as well. you. Thank you. Just send me any recs that you see. All right. Okay. Um, all right. So I will. I want to tell you this story of the week because, well, actually, you told me that I should tell it as a story of the week. And so I want to tell it. Um, and it's about me being summoned for jury duty recently. Yes. Yes. So I just want to tell everybody now it's probably different. California is a very large state. It's crazy. We obviously all know how ridiculous the state can be at times. I want to explain that this is, I just want to be on record and say that this jury duty process is the dumbest system ever put into place. Have you ever been summoned for jury duty, like gotten anything in the mail about it? Allegedly. Okay. So I, regardless, <laughs> I found out because I'm a great citizen. I'm, I'm, I'm a fantastic citizen. Like you tell me something, I will follow the rules. I'm a very good citizen in that regard. My dad would yes. be very proud of me. And that's the only thing that he'd be proud of. However, I want to say that I got my jury duty summons and you have to go online and you have to fill out the stuff. And I was able to successfully move my jury sentence or sentence summons um, mm -hmm. to a later date because I was working at the time. I was traveling a lot. So I moved it to would have been last week or okay. yeah, or no, I'm sorry, like a couple of weeks ago, but anyway, last week and I'd kind of forgotten about it. And then I got a text from the jury duty people, whatever. I just did random text. It's like, can't do not respond to this. You have a message in your jury duty portal inbox, whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. So then I try to access it. I realize that I don't have the actual summons. I must've thrown it away. Okay. So that you have to have a you have to have a jury ID number and you have to have a pin number and then you have to put in your last name and that's how you access it. Well, I didn't have any of that. So I'm like, okay, okay. you know, this is really annoying, but then I'm like Googling. I'm like, okay, well, how do I find? So I'm like, first of all, on the website and I'm like, okay, you know, it's kind of like when you forget your password, they send you an email. It's not a big deal. So I'm trying to figure out like, well, where are they going to send? When are they going to send me the address? When are they, I mean, when are they going to send me the email? When are they going to send me the email? Whatever. Nothing. 
There's nothing like that. There's, they don't have that in the system. I then go to the text that I got that said, I have a message and I'm like, I cannot access this. <laughs> it says, it's like an automated message. You said like, do, do not, not respond. Yeah, they're like, okay. do not respond to this message. Exact same thing, do not respond. So then I get on Google and I'm like, all right, how do you do this? What happens if you lose your summons? Like, how do you get access to it? No one knows. Like, there's no information about it. There's no, like, you're basically fucked. You're out of luck. You have no, there's no way to do this. Okay. So I'm, I'm still looking. I'm trying to access it. I'm trying to access it. I can't get, I, I can't find a number. I then somehow find an old jury duty letter that I had gotten. And I was like, oh, well, this must be this. I must have the same number. It's probably the same number in the system. So I'll just figure that out. Well, no, that was from like four years ago. That was also stupid. So I just want, so then finally I get, I go to Reddit cause I'm like, well, they've never steered me wrong once. So they go, I go to Reddit and they tell me, all right, you have to call a number. You have to call this number. And like, it, this, this is what tells you either you can access your jury duty summons from the website or the number, but you still, when you call the number, you can't get anybody. Like you have to push zero. They're like, just call it. And then someone will op well, the operator will come to you. That was the first response that I did. So of course I started, I was doing that. Well, I can't get anybody, you know, <clears throat> can't get anybody on the phone. Like it doesn't work. The people, the person, the, the automated system isn't letting me do anything. So I'm like, Oh my God, I'm kind of freaking out at this point. Cause I'm like, not that I really think anything's going to like, I'm going to be like, they're, the cops are going to come to my house and arrest me if I don't show up for jury duty. But I just was like, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I don't want to get fined. I don't want to do, you know, I didn't right. know what was going to happen. And then they're like, you could just pretend like you lost it, but I couldn't pretend that I lost it because I had already registered for it and yeah. pushed it. So they know that I received the summons. So I can't go that route. So finally, I, 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 I'm like, you know, again, going, going in all in on Reddit, trying to figure this out. I finally like get to like page four of like LA Los Angeles County jury duty Reddit. This is a response. This was from six months ago. This is what someone said. So they said to call this number. So they said, call the number on the thing. And it says immediately press star immediate. This is what you have to do. So I'm just telling you, I want to, sorry. I want to just preface this by saying, if this ever happens to you, this is what you have to do. Okay. 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 You have to call the number that they give you. Then you press star immediately, then press two to quote register, which means you have to, you're registering, you're putting your number in and doing all that. You're registering. Right. If you don't have your number, you then enter all zeros on your nine digit jury ID number and all zeros for your pin, four numbers. So okay. zero, zero, billion zeros. When the annoying little jury man says, I'm sorry, hit the pound key. He'll say, I'm sorry again, so hit the pound key again. He'll say, I'm sorry again, so hit the pound key again. Then he'll tell you you're fifth in line to talk to a human. Good luck. That's what this person found out. That is how you do this if you lose your number. Did it work? <laughs> it fucking worked. Number no way. It worked. It worked. But who in the hell had to go through this to figure out that that is the way that it works? That is what I, that is the question that has been on my mind for He must have weeks. worked. No, he must have worked like in the court. I have no idea. First of all, it's it, the person's on Reddit's name is Tracy Ng. So I don't know if that's a man, woman, but I, they are, they are a saint. 
Wow. Because so what how? Happened? Like what? That's crazy. So then I got my number. I'm like, I, I pushed my, I moved my jury duty a week. They were like, whatever. So now I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing jury, jury duty now. I haven't had to report to the courthouse yet, but I just. Because like, you call in. Yeah, well, you can either call or they track you on, they track you on the website. So if you, if you go to the website and it says like your jury summons, they can tell if you've like, you know, access the website. So that's how they kind of like check you in and say, just, you know, report, you know, check in the next day. And then you have to keep checking in every day um, for a week. But I just, I just, I don't know how this person figured it that's, out. No, Tracy Ng is a gift from the gods. <laughs> what? Um, I just had to tell you that. That was so stupid. But insane. I haven't had a report. I haven't had to actually physically report yet. So I hope that you know, knock on wood, I don't have to. So that's my story of the week. What's yours? So this wasn't a story of this week, but while we're on the topic yeah. and because I forgot to come up with a story of the week, <laughs> I want to tell you how I handled jury duty. Please do. So I have been summoned. And what I did was I went online and just like you, I moved my date. And I thought to myself, what would be the best time to move this to. So I took a gamble. This was two years ago. I took a gamble and I scheduled it for the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, okay. I right. was not, I was not going to be in town. <laughs> but my thought was it's a short week. There's no way they'll have court. Okay. So I move it. I'm like, okay, great. It'll be easy to call in whatever. The week comes and I completely forget to call in. No. Completely forget. So I'm kind of freaking out like you are because I also like to consider myself a good citizen. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm the cops are going to show up at my door and I'm going to have to pay a fine and I'm going to get arrested for not completing my civic duty. I get back into town and I have a letter in the mail that says, thank you for completing your jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's so backwards like it's so like, stupid. this is fantastic perfect so now i've like checked it because can't you only be summoned like once every four years or something yeah i mean i think it does take that long to get through like all of los angeles yeah so thank <laughs> you you're like, allegedly <laughs> Well, because you're never supposed to admit if you got it or not. Because no, no. Well, yeah. that was a lot of that was a lot of pro tips on Reddit. They're like, just say you didn't get it, because like, yeah, the hell no. If you don't have a register for it, how do they know that you get it? Because I'm sure they get lost in the mail constantly. People move all the time, well, especially in a place like LA where everyone's in apartments. I was, oh, sorry, that was the pro tip. So they said always move it to week of Fourth of July or week yep. of Christmas. No one is ever gonna. No one is yeah. ever gonna go to court that week. Well, and I, yeah. Can't, I mean, don't, wouldn't there be like, wouldn't it be like, okay, I'm sorry, you can't, you can't, like, you can't uh, get this week because it's everybody is. Yeah, you would think everyone's week. like, oh, okay, everyone, but it's so weird. Everyone wants December 25th. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. All right. Anyway, now it's time for Peloton in 60 seconds, the segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we talk all things Peloton for just one minute. Are you ready? Ready. Set. 
go. Okay, what the hell happened to longer workout classes? This is what I was trying to research in here. There's no longer like 45, I mean, there's very few 45 minute classes on the bike and or strength. All of them, all these, all the classes, all the new classes seem to be 30 minutes or 20 minutes or less. Well, I think a part of it is because they're reopening their studios. So do you think that has something to do with the fact that they're like, they don't want to go longer because of COVID or like, because, or what, or what would be the logic behind that? Probably so they can fit in more classes. (laughs) They could just have like, there's 141 45 minute strength classes. A hundred. How did you pull that up already? Because I am a pro. I mean, that was and, so bad. But they're all full on strength. They're and all there's over 2,000 45-minute right. well, I've taken rides. all the intervals and arms 45-minute classes, so. I highly doubt that. I just hate the ones, I, I hate the ones with, I mean, I don't hate them because they're fine, whatever, but I don't there's like. That, would you ahead. like to, sorry, not to interrupt you. Would you like to take a stab at how many intervals and arms classes there are? Probably like 800. 963. Hey, that was pretty close, actually. Yeah. Do you want to know how many rides you've taken? <laughs> Not that many. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I was I was close to 650 one time. We some no, that was workouts. Oh, that was workouts. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely your calendar is really rides. your calendar is really pretty. But that's just because I take strength classes every day. It's not because yeah. I read You've the taken 278 classes. So nine Plenty more to go. Okay. Well, the thing about the intervals and arms classes with like 685 and, to go. Allie, Allie Love and Tune Day, their classes are like, it's like three minutes of riding, th- three minutes of arms. And I'm like, that's yeah. too, uh, that's too much stimulation for me. I can't. Uh, I have yeah. to have like two. I have to have like two five minute, you know, inner, inner. No, not interval. <laughs> two five minute what? brackets. Yeah. Nope, that's not it either. What am What am I trying to say? I don't know. Anyway, anyway, this has been Peloton in four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get started with another installment of hashtag TBT. The segment in which we address an older story that made headlines that us nobodies are just getting around to cover. It was announced a couple of weeks ago that actress Cameron Diaz was, quote, unretiring from acting. She will be starring in a new Netflix movie aptly titled Back in Action with Jamie Foxx. That's with two X's. Jamie Foxx with two X's announced the news on his social media and even roped in the king of unretiring, Tom Brady, to give Cameron pointers on how to properly return to work. Annie, what do you think about this? About her returning? Yeah. I mean, I love Cameron Diaz. I think she has. You like her? Are you? (laughs) Yeah, I love her. I think she has great comedic timing. I think she's a decent actress. And I'm all for like new movies on Netflix. Well, I think, okay, yes. And now we just need Ashton Kutcher to unretire so they can make a follow-up to what happens in Vegas. 100% agree. Right. So, come, oh, fine. Come out of, un, of retirement, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, I bet he would for the right role. Okay, that was that was supposed to be a joke, but it wasn't. 
it was not well received because Ashton Kutcher never unretired from acting or never retired from acting. No, but like he's not in it. He just doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't need to. You want to talk about somebody no. who's like unbelievable Hello, at investing? Uber, Twitter. Yeah. What? Yeah. He is a Robin Hood. So much money. So much money. Isn't he close to a billionaire? He has to be. All right. Well, this is great news for rom-com lovers. And the good news for them just keeps coming. George Clooney and Julia Roberts will be back in a theatrical rom-com in October called Ticket to Paradise. And Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler are reteaming for Murder Mystery 2 next year as well. Are we just going to have like 50-year-old plus actors in rom-coms now? Is that the new industry okay, standard? As you, were saying that, as you were saying that, I'm all for a new rom-com. Like it's been a really long time since there was a really good one. Actually, there's one with Jenny Slate and yes charlie day charlie day that's fantastic i think is it i want you back yes i, I loved so. that movie that yeah, movie was so fantastic yeah that one was awesome but that was the first rom-com i've seen in a but, while okay and like no shade really but they like we need we need some attractive people like not to say they're unattractive or anything but like we need who are you referring to jenny slayton Charlie Day. Like, they were yeah. great. They were great. But, like, I mean. No, but this is the point I'm making. We need, like, the new Julia Roberts and yes. the new George Clooney. Yeah. Because while, yes, they are still some of the most attractive people, and I am will see, and I will see that movie regardless. Yeah. That movie does look really funny. somebody that's, like, in the 30 to 40 range. Yeah. Well, you know, and you know, like get me on a, find me a soapbox because I can go on and on about this. There is no such thing as a movie star anymore that is not over 50. There's no, there's, I mean, I'm sorry. There is, yeah, there's no such thing as a movie star. Okay. What did I write here? Let me see that. <laughs> the movie star is extinct for anyone who was born before 1980 because there is no such thing. No one is that popular. Anyone anymore. born after you mean 1980? I don't know what I mean, but basically, before if you weren't born before 1980, you have no chance of being a movie star. And the rom com is dead because they are not; they are poorly written, and they cannot attract the high cal the high enough caliber of actors to do them. Okay, which I because I agree with the rom com point. When was um, Leonardo DiCaprio born? Definitely before then. He was, Leo DiCaprio was born in seventy four. Okay. So what I'm saying, wow, what I'm saying, yeah, what I, he's forty seven. What I'm saying is that there is no, no, no. I agree with what you're saying. I was just trying to think of people that I can say. I was being well, here's asshole. here's here's a good gauge for that. Like, would you go see a movie because it is? starring that person like you might i mean and there, there are i'm not saying that that i'm not that's not a challenge that is there's plenty of people that that does happen to but like it seems very rare like people used to back in the day would go see like hey i'm gonna go we're gonna go see the new julia roberts movie we're gonna go see 100%. the new brad pitt movie we're gonna go see yeah. whatever there, that doesn't happen as much anymore like you no, don't go you're not I like, actually, oh, i can't wait to go see maybe chris hemsworth he's the only person that i can feel like if he does a movie, yeah. people are like, oh, I'm going to go see the new Chris Hemsworth movie because. Yep, I agree. 
But otherwise, yeah. there's a lot of like ensemble casts. There's a lot of people that they're even if it is a rom com, they're pulling in a bunch of different like people from generation, like either generational or like big names to do it. Yeah. No, I think that that is a very. I did say that about Matt, one of Matt Damon's movies. Yes, he. You know, he's a good one, but he's, yeah, he's but over, he's over. He's he's over fifty. Yeah, he's got to be fifty. Um, um, fifty-one. Wow, nineteen seventy. Jeez. All right. Um, but yes, I. Um, I think that we definitely need to figure out. I think that they just need to be written. Uh, like there, there needs to be better written ones. I have an idea for a rom-com and it's called the perfect split. Um, is it a gymnastics movie? God. Yes, it is. <laughs> is it actually? Yes. No way. Yes. It's called the perfect split. It's about two gymnastic. It's two, about two gym gymnasts Gymnast. <laughs> who, who like are partners that fall in love, but they break up. God damn it. They break up and they have like this perfect. Um, I mean, the plot is that they, my entire pen just fell. <laughs> they break. Okay. So the plot is nobody steal this idea. It's called the perfect split. It is Don't share it. Don't share it. No, Don't share wait, it. I want, I'll tell you, I'll cut it out. Okay. Gymnast, two gymnasts who are dating, but they break up and it's like a perfect breakup. It's a perfect breakup until there's like, I, I haven't figured this all out yet. Cause I need to learn up a little bit more about gymnastics, but basically there is something that they're both, there's a goal that they're both vying for like individually. That, is it a same sex relationship? No, no, no. It's too, it's too like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I need to figure out like that thing that they would both want to do. Like it's some sort of, it's not like the Olympics. It's gotta be something less, you know, yeah. that, that, that two, that a man and a woman could do. And basically then they, then they're like, hate each other. And it's okay. like a competition. I, have, of like, I know what you could do. Okay. Okay. It's the perfect relationship. They're both gymnasts. They decide to break up. It went smoothly. It was mutual and amicable and all of that. And then one of them decides to transition. <laughs> and now... Now they're competing in the same division and they're competing for the last spot on the U S Olympic team. (laughs) It's always the last spot in the U.S. They got to go to Daytona. They've got to go to Daytona. Daytona. No, I actually do like this idea though. And we do need a good rom-com. Annie, remember we were talking about cheer and you were like, (laughs) I just would not shut up about Daytona. You're like they just won't shut up about Daytona, and I don't get it. They won't shut up about it. Okay. I mean, no, I don't remember that at all. No, I but know you don't. I, that was years but... ago. That was literally in 2020 when that happened. This episode of the Nobodies is brought to you by EmilyRoggenberg.com. Why didn't you use the sexy voice? Uh, you mean your psychopath voice? It was my psychopath voice? I definitely thought it was my sexy voice. Well, it's not, and it's appalling. But, you know, it's not appalling is apparel, specifically from emilyroggenberg.com. Ain't that the truth? Her hometown apparel that represents Cleveland, New York, and Los Angeles are so tight. Oh, my God. We've talked about your use of the word type. All right. Well, I think her products are awesome. Okay, well, that I completely agree with. Emily Roggenberg's clothing is top of the line with unique designs and beautiful neutrals that you can wear for any occasion. You truly can wear them anywhere. The bar, the coffee shop, trips to get burritos. Trips to get burritos? Okay, whatever. Um, But yes, right now you can save 20% off your purchase when you order on emilyroggenberg.com. 
That's right, 20% off at emilyrogenburk.com, promo code NOBODY. Guys, I promise you will not be disappointed. And now, back to the show. Okay. <laughs> oh, right, moving, moving on, I am introducing yet another new segment. Annie, you're so excited, aren't you? I'm this thrilled. one is called Rapid Fire Reportings, and it's in the same vein as our famed Hump Day Headlines, where we'll read weird stories and give our rapid fire opinions on them. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. I like that. All right. According to the New York Post, a Chicago-based bouncer claims he feels, quote, healthier than ever thanks to his bizarre habit of eating raw chicken and chasing it with his girlfriend's breast milk. Oh, videos- <laughs> my God, that cannot be real. Videos detailing the human caveman's unorthodox raw food regimen are currently blowing up online. He says, I like the raw feeling. It's refreshing when it goes down, says Boban Simic, known as at I am flesh God on TikTok. You're eating, you're eating flesh like an animal is you're eating flesh like an animal is supposed to do. So it's more sensual, a more sensual experience. The 40-year-old ex-mixed martial arts fighter's daily diet entails of 12 to 30 raw egg yolks for breakfast, two pounds of raw meat for lunch, and more raw egg yolks for dinner. He also frequents Ethiopian and Japanese restaurants, which specialize in uncooked protein. Everything I eat is raw, he says, adding that one of his favorites is, quote, raw chicken breast because it's as tender as fish. Annie? That's so disgusting. What are your thoughts? I mean, someone needs to call the police. (laughs) (laughs) How can he digest raw chicken? That is like, how does he not have like multiple salmonella poisonings? Like, no, Um, because he's drinking breast milk. That's what's (laughs) that's counteracting the that's counteracting salmonella. Oh, and also, by the way, I I took this part out of it. I took this part out of it. He said, he said, is is. Girlfriend's breast milk and other bodily secretions. So whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> I hate that more than oh oh. Okay, listen. Ew. If I had seen this on TikTok, I would have already started copying his regimen. So thank God I didn't. I mean, this is a re- this is right up Bryce's alley. Like this is. Yeah, this is not good. I'm gonna have to lock up my breast milk when you come see my new place. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god tell me this guy is not hannibal lecter or leatherface from the texas chainsaw massacre in a few weeks we're going to find out that he's harboring people in an abandoned well like in silence of the lambs like this guy is not he's definitely eating humans 100 percent. like i have yeah. never i've never like been convinced of any of like no I need, until I was, right now i know it sounded like a joke someone needs to call the police <laughs> Seriously. Okay. So call the police on that guy. All right. Next story. According to the New York Post, one mom has, this is for you, Annie, mom story. One mom has recently discovered that she was expecting not one, but two sets of twins. The mom-to-be, Ashley Ness, admitted it was enough of a shock knowing she was pregnant at all until she was at a routine ultrasound two weeks later when the, when the sonographer noticed that something looked a little different. She recalled, it's just me and the tech in there. She's sitting there. She's scanning me. And then she writes A, B. So I look at her and I'm like, wait, hold on. Am I having twins? She's like, um, honey, you're having four babies. Ness told Boston.com, admitting she, quote, thought I was going to faint. Well, 
Um, yeah, <clears throat> that was that wasn't the end of the surprises with Ashley finding out later she was actually expecting two sets of identical twins, two boys and two girls. The odds of naturally conceiving quadruplets are extremely slim with the odds of it happening between one and 700,000 and one in 1 million. The odds of conceiving two sets of identical twins in one pregnancy is one in 70 million. Annie, what are your thoughts? I mean, does she have a GoFundMe that we can like <laughs> donate to? Because holy shit. I mean, how would you deal with four babies? I used to always think that I wanted to have twins because then I could just do one pregnancy and get my two babies. And now once now that I've carried yeah. a baby, I'm like, uh, no. No. To have four? I mean, what a blessing, obviously. Yeah. Especially if she was shocked that didn't like wanted to be pregnant and like was having a hard time. What a yeah. blessing. But holy shit. Yeah, that's that's tough. That is, I do not envy anything about that situation. <laughs> no. Well, that's like, I now my biggest fear is like going from one. Now I'm nervous. What if you had five? <laughs> and I went like one to three instead of like one. I mean. That's no. like what Ashley Graham did. I know. She's that's a crazy. champ. Okay. All right. Finally, according to the New York Post, because it's the only place I get my news apparently. Firefighters rushed to an apartment complex in the Netherlands following a complaint of a burning smell. Been there. When turned, which turned out to be caused by an overheating vibrator. That's right. A female resident of the apartment block made the emergency call, fearing that the building was on fire, the Daily Star reported. First responders were initially unable to find the source of the smell inside her home and brought it in. <laughs> First responders were initially unable to find the source of the smell inside her home and brought in a thermal imaging camera for help. They subsequently determined that the burning odor was coming from a sexual toy, which was concealed in a wooden box and was hot to the touch. The officer on the scene told local media that the woman was mortified by the discovery and pretended to be clueless as to what the battery-operated device was. Wow, what's that? The red-faced resident reportedly responded when firefighters opened the box and found the overheating item inside. It appeared that the batteries, uh, the device's battery had short-circuited. Well, this brings a whole new meaning to the phrase hotboxing. I mean, for it to smell up an entire apartment building. <laughs> like, okay, that's what I was just going to say. How did this woman not smell this? Did she think she was living in like a ski chalet in the Alps and just naturally smell like burning cedar? I mean, Seriously, what is happening? What? And also, not to mention the buzzing. Like, did she think, did you think it was like her electric toothbrush or something? Like, what was, was it buzzing? Well, I don't know. I'm assuming. I mean, I can't even smell like my neighbor's candle when it's lit. I know. How did she not notice this? It's someone down the, well, not down the road, but someone like above her that she didn't smell it. I'm so perplexed. That would be mortifying though. That would be a horrific reason for the cops to come. And now we're reading it on this podcast. Like oh, yeah. how awful is that? We got to track her? her down and bring her on this podcast. Like, I need answers. We need a nobody session with her. Yeah. Yeah, we really do. Nobody session. All right. To close out the show, it is time for revisiting or revisiting 
the segment where we revisit topics from episodes past. First off, Annie has an home. First off, <laughs> Annie has a Home Depot update. I sure do. So, so I okay. So when I was in Austin a couple weeks ago, I got an email from a woman that was basically saying that the insurance company that Home Depot works for would not be able to compensate me for lost breast milk, which is bullshit. Bullshit. And so in turn, she w- she offered me a $500 Home Depot gift card. <laughs> like what a slap in the face. I Straight up. Let me just read the, I'll just read you the emails. Sorry. They're short. Uh, <laughs> no, just because I, I, I should have been more prepared. Um, okay. <clears throat> Thank you for your recent Home Depot order. Unfortunately, insurance company does not cover the loss of breast milk or food. I would like to offer a $500 gift card as compensation in the delayed delivery of your fridge. Please respond to this email for further assistance or you may contact blah, 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 phone number. In we Home apologize. Depot box. <laughs> what? Like, they're like, we like to offer you some Home Depot box. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sorry. So this is, this is my response. Hi, blank. I don't want to say her name. Thank you for your email. Hi, bitch. Yeah, (laughs) literally. Thank you for your email. Unfortunately, a $500 gift card will not suffice for the pure hell that we went through with this purchase and delivery. I lost X amount of breast milk. Have I already talked about that specifics on here? No. Okay. I didn't think so. Um, I have proof that they did not attempt delivery at my apartment, and I am more than happy to provide it. The national rate for breast milk is blank per ounce. And with the total loss of blank, not to mention the national formula shortage, the minimum I am willing to accept is blank cash or check as I will never be doing business with Home Depot again. Please let me know who I need to speak with or escalate this matter to to have it taken care of. (laughs) I know that it's like, I just don't want to get too specific. Yeah. So she responds and she says, I have forwarded your email to my supervisor. He's not here today, but we'll reach out to you by the end of the day tomorrow. So this is on a Thursday. Friday, I'm in Austin. I'm on the boat. I'm like not concerned with my phone. And I come back and I have like four voicemails from this guy. And finally, he's like, hey, Annie, I'm so sorry. We haven't been able to connect. I'll connect with you on Monday at noon. Okay. Okay. Monday at noon rolls around and I'm getting a phone call from this man. His name is Paul. The reason I'm going to be more open about Paul is because he is an angel sent from the heavens. (laughs) And he said, listen, I have reviewed your account. I am first and foremost, so sorry that all this happened to you. Unfortunately, I'm not able to offer you a cash or check in the amount that you are requesting. And I figured when that, when I offered, when they offered me $500, I was like, I'm not going to get anything. Yeah. And so, which I think is their tactic, because I'm sure more often than not, people just take the $500 gift card. Right. But I was not going to settle. And so he said, I can't offer you cash or check. What I can offer you is a refund in that amount back to the original payment method. And I was like, holy shit. Okay. I was like, this sounds great. 
So he does it. He, we go over a few more things and he was like, listen, I know you said in your email, like you're never going to want to do business with us again, but I hope that this shows you that like, we really are, we want to be the best customer service we can have, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I was like, listen, Paul, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in sales too. I understand mistakes happen. And I have to say like, you're, you doing this has gone above and beyond my expectations. I'm so appreciative because I want to reward good behavior. Yeah. So I told you the amount that I was going to owe because there yeah. wasn't, there wasn't like, there was still a balance. So I called today because I've been calling periodically to check the account to make sure that it's been credited back. Right. I called today and it finally went through. Would you like to know what my outstanding balance was? Yes, I would like to. So initially, I think I told you it was like a two-digit number, right? Yeah. Um, the total that I owed <laughs> was 31 cents. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> so What a what? I mean, I don't know. You might need payments. I'm might here need, to might say. might need monthly installments for that. Seriously. I'm here to say that. Home Depot earned my customer ship back. Hey, and you know what? I just would like to say that when you told us about this originally, you said this may have been the first time that you've never gotten your way. And I yeah. would like to say that your track record is now clean. It is. So it you is. still have you still have the goose egg. I yeah, I do. That was one of the things. Like it was more, it, not more. It was. I mean, that was hell, pure hell that we went through with that stuff. But it was like. Again, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal. Like, right. we're fine. We'll figure it out. But I was a little bummed out. Like, it was the first time in my adult life I had not been able to, like, talk my way into what yeah. I wanted. And I stand corrected. You stand corrected. And what a great yeah. way to stand corrected. Truly. Um, I mean, that is a real feat. And I'm very happy that they did the right thing. So kudos to yes. you, Home, home Depot. Yes, you I will might give, get you might get you might get your tea silent again from me. Yeah. I I will shop there again now knowing like what he also filled me in on some options that were not offered to us that right. should have been offered to us that right. would have like rectified from the, the situation. From the much. jump, from the jump. Yeah. Let's just yeah. say we don't have to get into the weeds on that. But no. there are things that they could have done to help to certainly help at least ease the burden of this. Yes. So Exactly. So we're good now. We're not mad at Home Depot. In fact, we're very impressed with okay. the length they went good. to make it right. But you know what? Finally, fuck you, Lowe's. That's all I have to say. There you oh, go. Guarded my ass. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. In the same episode, this is another thing you'll love, which when I say love. Means hate. In the same episode, we reported that actress Neb Campbell had declined to appear in the latest Scream film, a franchise she is the face of, due to a pay dispute. Well, it is now rumored that Neb has reached a deal with the studio and she will appear in the sixth installment and allegedly the seventh installment. So both of these stories should go to show to tell you that asking for what you deserve, following up, meddling, and generally being a pain in the ass does pay off. Facts. So go Nev Campbell. I'm very happy that they did that for her. I think she what she deserves and she shouldn't be, you know, well, that's not, it's not official, but, and then finally, honorable mention um, is when I posted, I posted a video on our Instagram of me um, 
recalling some of my um, hinge stuff a few okay. few episodes yes, ago. Yes, 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 you know, yes. as that goes, I was telling you what I said. Uh, Jamie Burks, I have to shout him out because he left such an incredible comment on the videos. I saw this on the video, and he said, "So if you guys go look at," um, he said, "Bryce." Emoji with your cover hand covering your face, dot, dot, dot. Please don't call it, quote, correspondence when you trying to holler at these young ladies out here. I can't save you on this one, bro, LOL. At least you kept a straight face for 2.5 seconds when you hit her with the, quote, love your Canadian accent, dot, 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 lot of mercy. Oh, Yeah. As soon as I, the best part is like, I know how Jamie talks. So when I read his comment, I heard it in his voice and hearing you read it just makes it that much better. I died. died. That was <laughs> so funny that he called me out so hard and calling correspondence. <laughs> oh my oh, God. So good. Oh, well, on that note, it's time to say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. 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 See you, you later. Are- the weakest, the weakest link. link. Bye-bye. Who was the weakest link, by the way? Remember, somebody was the weakest link recently. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Celebrity. I've said that a lot on uh, this podcast, I feel like. Might have been Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. She's always the weakest always link. Always lose. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by Annie Wilkinson, Bryce McClay, and the Believe Network. You can and should follow the Nobody's Podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Nobody's Pod. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And remember, the best way to support the show is to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a new episode. Please also subscribe, rate, and review our show as well, so hopefully we won't always be nobodies. Finally, we hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.